1: Bedrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have pumped on in. The Giants have won the pennant.
0: All right, Brad,
1: we are back on Thompson to Clark. And last night... Uh, Brian and I, Hot Take Bri, did uh, an episode of The Death Lineup, and I led that show saying, we're back on Facebook. And There you go. I don't know why we got banned from live streaming to Facebook (laughs) after multiple emails to Facebook. Just give me one clue about what happened. They're like, "Um, how about you read these guidelines for the 17th time that we've sent them to you? Uh, no, we're not going to tell you anything. Uh, it's a secret <laughs> boss. whatever it was. I, I should probably not yeah. say anything else because they they may just ban us again for, for get no kicked real-
2: off halfway through the show today. You know why? It's just a bot. It's just a bot <laughs> sending you back. Here's our guidelines. No, I know we follow your guidelines, but please tell I us. I mean why. the
1: the the show in which you and I. I don't think there's a good possibility that we may have uttered one curse word in the entire history of the show. So for us to be (laughs) removed in some way, I was trying to think. I mean, there's a possibility that it has something to do with a photo but if if like if I knew, I go okay. I will never do that again. You got like tell me, and I'll change up the process here. But nope. Yeah. Anyways, that is, uh, that is uh, yeah, t- too much information probably for people yeah, listening. No. Thank I, you. I think I think
2: fig- I think I figured it out. I'll guarantee you a hundred percent that the Facebook streaming president. Is a Dodgers fan. <laughs> I guarantee you that's the issue. <laughs>
1: Especially after you tweeted that you wanted to send Donnie Walton and his shortstop <laughs> play to the Chavez Latrine. Yes, please have him. Take him. <laughs> Speaking of. All right. Well we'll we'll get into we'll get into this. But um, you know, right. lots of lots of negativity on the Giants play, and deservedly so. They man, there was What was the the Sunday was the final game of the White Sox series. Is there a worse played game in Major League Baseball this year? I don't know. But then again, I saw somebody, I saw a team base run into a triple play. So that was was also pretty bad.
2: Yeah, but we've also said that a couple times this year. Uh, (laughs) That's the worst Giants game I've seen in years. And then next week they say, hold my beer. Yeah. Watch this. And yeah, it's... It's a tough, it's a tough stretch right now. But you know what? We're Giants fans. Uh,
1: we hang in there. We enjoy our games. We that still, was the whole remember that was the whole you, promotion you know, of like the like the mid eighty was hang in there,
2: hang in there. And That's what we're doing. <laughs> and uh, you know, you could read the articles that, that say the Giants are boring. They're boring to watch. It's unexciting. Yeah, I get that, but it's still summer. Yeah, it's still baseball it's still giants
1: baseball we haven't You and i 80, 81 games yet I, no
2: you and i have gone through 1985 we have gone through 2019 i mean we, we've been there we've been there through all it was 2019 right that was the year they almost lost 100 um so, yeah, yeah, we've been through it all. We, we've seen it. And uh, to have a team that's currently two games over 500 coming up on the All-Star break, all right, there there have been some good games. It, it hasn't been, you know, 78 games of com- of just complete and pure trash. We've yeah. we've enjoyed quite a few games. It's just lately. And, it, you know, what did Janet Jackson say? What have you done, what for, have me you done for me lately?
1: So yeah. there it is, you know. And that, that's what everybody looks at. So uh, to the podcast listeners, to the live streamers, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we, all, all the shows don't start so negative. It's just the last, <laughs> the last couple. Uh, but we're going to try to make some sense. Instead of just complaining about the team, Brad did some research. We've been kind of looking into, okay, we get it. They're playing bad baseball. But why are they playing bad baseball? yeah and uh before we get there though there was there was some news around the team these last couple of days. If you tuned into yesterday's game, you may have wondered who is this v r kid Villar is it Villar v r it's v r david v r david v r who is this kid who took Madison bumgartner's first pitch and almost put it over the fence and then had another base hit to to drive in a run. And he was literally maybe the only bright spot in that game yesterday. Uh, Even, you know, even Radon, who usually has been lights out of late, he struggled. And he had a quote that we'll talk about when we get more towards what were uh, the focus of this show. But before we get to that, we'll talk about the news. So VR made his debut. He's probably not going to stay very long uh, he's been a, a really good power hitter in, in the last couple seasons in, in the minors. Um, I can't remember if Roger when Roger was on our, t- on our show, if he mentioned, because remember we asked him like, you know, who's, who's kind of next, you know, who could possibly help the team? He may have mentioned him, but uh, yeah, just someone who can hit. He's, he's played second base. I think he's played third base for the most part of this season. Uh, Evan Longoria, obviously, is their main third baseman, so that's kind of the the person who's in front of him. Uh, and then there's been just a, a bunch of moves because tonight, and we're recording about an hour and a half before game two of the series against the Diamondbacks. Brandon Crawford is back, which yeah, I don't know if you've watched the infield defense; they have desperately missed him. Though, you know, I, I don't know if you can blame it all on on the shortstop position. You know, Estrada and Walton. And, and those guys and the, then, then they shift and all of a sudden, you know, you have um, you have guys like who are very slow footed, like playing in, in, in the middle infield because of shifts and stuff. So that'll be a great thing to just have him back. And hopefully he's a little bit rejuvenated because we could use his bat as well as his glove. Uh, Kirk Casale got hurt, which is a bummer because he's going to be out for like a month. Uh, and the the Yerminator is, is the backup catcher tonight. Yeah, uh, so Austin Wins was going to start, and it sounds like Joey Bart may be coming back here. There's not a corresponding move yet, I don't think so. They may still have to make one move, or maybe they think they can bring him up actually tomorrow instead. But it does look like Donnie Walton was optioned, um, and uh, Jose Alvarez is back as well. So lots of changes, hopefully, for the better. They need. Uh, they need some positivity. Kapler called them out for their energy recently. Uh, what do what do you? I mean, does Crawford's Crawford just just him being back? That's got to be positive, right? He's been through the doldrums uh, of these seasons, and and when your when your manager calls you the team out for energy, immediate my immediate thought was Hunter Pence was doing the 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 color commentary on one of the games recently can he come down and give these guys a speech? <laughs> like, can he firm? Like, I, I don't know how much, you know, Crawford and belt and those guys in Longoria are necessarily like the, you know, let's fire the team up kind of guys, but something need, needs to happen. Hopefully the vets sort of being back and someone like Crawford, Lamont Wade is is back as well. Hopefully that, that puts a little shot of adrenaline in them or something. Cause they need it.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's huge. I mean, it's huge. I uh, Crawford is basically one of the top vets on the team. Anytime he's out of the lineup, especially out of the uh, you know off the field defensively, um, the team's going to be a little bit down. They d- they didn't have a chance to 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 pick him up while he was gone, so now he has a chance to come back and, and help pick them up. I mean, when you look at his offensive numbers, they haven't been outstanding. So it's not like, oh, great. We get our greatest hitter back and our greatest defender Um, this season. He's struggling offensively, um, but he is not struggling defensively. He is still Brandon Crawford, still making plays. Um, There there might be
1: an issue with the range from what it looks like. It's possible. But that could be related to the reason why he went on the DL. So we'll have to see that as it goes.
2: Yeah. And and I'll take the 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 slightly diminished range Uh, is not he's not replacing anybody who also didn't have already a slightly diminished range. But uh, just just the baseball smarts, the um, veteran savvy on the field, uh, having that back is huge. Uh, and like you said, I don't know if there is a rah-rah guy. I don't know if there's a guy who's going to close the clubhouse doors and say, I'm holding a meeting, um, you, you know, that isn't Gabe Kapler. And, and he's not really a rah-rah guy either. He's very level-headed. And so it's, yeah. it's pretty much like we're, we're, this is how we're going to do it. <laughs> as uh, as he know. was
1: saying, we need more energy, he was doing it in a very monotone. He wasn't like, he, we, yeah. need was like <laughs> we, we need more energy. I was like, we need more energy. <laughs> yeah and, and and even one of his
2: quotes let's look at one of his quotes from uh from yesterday after the game uh he said I think things have a chance to turn very quickly they only have that chance if we're very diligent about our work every day and we don't get too high or too low that that's the even kill that that is Gabe Kapler <laughs> so it's got to be it's got to be somebody in the clubhouse yeah, a player that needs to jump in and say i mean it, does the captain do it? I mean, are, are we are we right now in? The He's
1: got to of- be a captain, right? This it's, is something yes. that's it's on his list of responsibilities as the captain.
2: Yes, yes the captain's had, it's time to step up. Or are, are we in the middle of the curse of the captain right now? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, ever since the curse, ever since the captain persona came on last season, you know, there he is, and and, and you know, we we get to the end of the season. He uh, breaks his thumb, right, and yeah. and and then is out for the uh, playoff series against the Dodgers. Uh, Giants going to lose that, and then we have the captain ceremony at opening day, yeah. at uh, Oracle Park, awesome. and things were looking good. And then uh, you know it feels a little 2016
1: ish right yes. about now. Yes, um, yeah, fiery start. It- it, it, that's what it reminds you of, right? Like, yeah, but for sure. They, they tailed off a little bit later in the season, from what I remember. It um, was right after the All Star break. They came, yeah. well, they actually started a little bit before the
2: All Star break, and everybody thought, oh, they could use a rest. They came out of the All Star break, and I want to say they lost something like seven or eight in a row, oh. almost right out of the gates of the All Star break. And everybody went, oh, no. Oh, uh, well, they'll turn it around. There's a good team. Best record in baseball going yeah. into the All Star break. Yeah. It did not happen, but even yeah, I year. Think,
1: it was an even year.
2: Yeah, exactly. And we have an even year now. And so everything was starting <laughs> to kind of roll and everybody got very excited. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, there, there's gotta be somebody that can step up and, and voice their concern. And, and Radon did a little bit of that yesterday. Um,
1: he caught you know, himself though. I don't know if you heard the full quote. I did he, not. He said, he said something to the effect of something like, uh, you know, I, voice my concerns maybe to a positive and and also a negative you know sometimes and so he was like being very careful because obviously he didn't want to alienate any, anybody um he's not going to call out his outfielders for playing horrible defense uh to i guess a couple specific outfielders but he he was very careful like it it wasn't the fiery radon that It could be in two weeks. Uh, It was the very careful, you know. He used the he 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 used the quote about you know something has to change a couple of different times. Even uh, Pavlovich, Alex Pavlovich, I I I can only tell because I know his voice fairly well, but he said something to the effect of, "Gosh, what was it? It was it was a really good question, but I was kind of surprised." Oh, he said, "You sometimes." are fiery yourself is that does do you think your teammates need to raise that level or something like that and he he said yes you know he said we need to do something there uh you know baseball can be weird in that way right like the 2010 team the band of goofballs the band of misfits just a bunch of characters cast of characters the same uh I guess you would say that 2004 Red Sox team very similar just a bunch of like nutty dudes. And then, you know, we talked about this in the past when, you know, when it becomes busters team, it's a little bit more straight and buttoned down, no more buster. So there is an, I, I, there could be an identity crisis and you're kind of using your, your manager to lead, but your manager is basically saying it's interesting. Cause he's saying two different messages and I'm not sure if he means it that way or if it just comes out that way, but they play a certain brand of baseball. They prepare, 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 prepare. And then it's almost as if something goes off a little bit. They they don't know exactly what the right thing is to do because what they're expecting to happen isn't happening. And I saw that this week with a lot of the shifts. Man, that mm-hmm. that rough game, poor Marte they were shifting everywhere and he was giving up ground balls to where the shift wasn't. (laughs) And and so that, that kind of stuff to them, they're like, wow, we did not expect that to happen because the possibility of X says, you know, and this is what's supposed. So there's something there that I really wonder if, you know, if it is about the energy, it's not about the preparation. Some of that energy is not necessarily measurable. The giants are a very measurable team. They measure everything. So there, there's something there. And and I do wonder if it just takes a couple of goofballs, you know, Jock seems like one of those guys, but you know, he's only on yeah. a one year deal and, right. and he's, you know, letting line drives go a little bit over his uh, <laughs> credit card vertical leap, Yeah, uh, which, which had got oh gosh, I just felt for Logan Webb there. I was like this poor dude, I know. this poor guy.
2: Well, and and it, I mean, we see it game after game after game, and, and you know, it kind of feels like if it's not Webb and Rodone, it's a, a it's a bullpen game. We got Wood going tonight. It feels like a bullpen game. Uh, who, who who's going tomorrow night? Um, Cobb.
1: Which, again, is going to feel, especially in Arizona, it's going to feel like a bullpen game. He did pitch well for five innings against the yeah. Tigers. Got out of there with a no decision. But ultimately, I thought that was kind of what we thought he was going to be. Uh, yeah, I think he went five innings, only gave up three hits. But, uh, yeah, I, there, there, there needs to be, also needs to be kind of a shutdown, right? Because yeah. – in previous seasons that the giants have been good it is it was very rare where the offense was good and the pitching was good at the same time often it was like we got to pick this up you know matt kane's throwing eight innings of shutout ball and loses 1 to 0 like that was kind of how it worked back in the day but yeah. there you know so there it can be a, it can be a quick switch all of a sudden you know austin wins gets hot and and it's like he becomes a little bit of your identity, like this guy who, you know, not a, not a super duper high prospect, but he's playing ball cause he got an opportunity and that becomes a little bit of the dynamic for you for the season. No one has really, you know, we thought maybe it was going to be a little bit Luis Gonzalez before he got hurt. Yeah. Obviously Webb and, and, and Radon are, are pitching excellently. They both are, they both should be just constantly winning baseball games. Even even Duvall, like you know, Duvall, a- as good as he is, as electric as his arm is, he gives up more hits than you would that you would even think he he should be giving up. Uh, so it's got to be something in there that that can you know can kind of kickstart the team and they can create some sort of identity because right now I'm not even sure what the identity is. At least last year you had Posies playing like an all star. These guys are. You know, because of the Giants' way, because of their coaching and the twenty-seven coaches, they're they're figuring out how to coach guys higher than than their average. And what we're seeing now is these guys are just coming back to what their average is. Yeah,
2: it, it, and that that's kind of the frustrating part too. I mean, you, God, you nailed that. Uh, I've been trying to think the last couple of weeks. Who is this team? What what is this team? made of right now and and I'm and I'm just not sure it's so frustrating to watch too because usually on most teams who are who are good teams you're gonna get oh the defense is having a tough time right now thank goodness the offense and pitching are picking them up they're getting the strikeouts you know uh, getting the key base hits Uh, three guys in the lineup back to back to back are clicking and that is just not happening. So go back to what what I was saying earlier about uh you, you know when when you don't have Webb or Radone going, it feels like a bullpen game. Uh, the th- the thing defensively too is you've got Yaz and you've got Slater out there just absolutely killing themselves trying to make plays, and and I sometimes you know if, if I was pitching. And, and I saw a player out there, you, you know, gassing his way down the line and making an awesome play. I go, man, these guys are out there playing for us. And and then the next ball, ground ball to shortstop, Walton throws it in a right field and you go, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you, you can't have two ninths of your players Please. out there just, you, you know, trying their butts off and the rest of them like, Not doing it defensively and not doing it offensively.
1: The worst Walton one. There's a double play ball. Belt throws to second. Walton and and Logan Webb is covering first. Now, they're not going to get the guy at first base. The the ball wasn't hit sharply enough to belt. And Walton throws a baseball (laughs) that spins Logan Webb the other way around. And this dude could have got hurt. The ball was... 10 feet away from the bag at first base. I don't know where he was throwing it. Like, it was almost like one of those moments where he was like, "Uh, I've never actually turned a double play where the pitcher was covering first base before. How do I do this? I'm sure he has, but that's what it looked like. Yeah, And I I was just like, imagine if Logan Webb would have got hurt on that play. Because Logan Webb reaches out, has to spin around, falls right on his butt. And you could just see the disgust on his face. Not that he was blaming Walton, but he was just so no. frustrated. That poor guy. No, and and first off,
2: poor poor Donnie Walden. We're I mean we're not gonna. He's not the scapegoat here. He's not yes, the issue yes. with the yes, team. hundred percent. To be clear, yeah, he, I, there are so many issues with this team right now. They're just not jiving. That that that's pretty much it. Um, you know we'll look at some offensive stuff later as to why they're not driving we we already talked about defensively over the past couple of weeks and we could talk about that again cuz it yeah. hasn't gotten better but that point
1: that you know there, there i mean there were so many moments where you look at it now i will say stremski made some nice plays he made some nice throws he made some mm-hmm. great catches one where he bangs his knee out in center field center left field mm-hmm. like he he is he was making some really good plays but then also he has to lead the league in making the last out of the game in the Jacksonville. Yes. Like, like, <laughs> that's for whatever reason, he's always up when they're about to lose the game. Uh, yeah. But then on the flip side, you have Jock losing that ball, misjudging it, goes over his head, like a basis clearing double. Uh, you had him. There was another one where he misplays the ball in the corner and he grabs it with his glove instead of with his hand and it falls out of his glove. And then there's the one with poor Darren Ruff it was just like a hard ground ball hit to the left side and Darren Ruff is playing so close to center field that he takes an angle to try and cut the ball off and he misses the ball his angle was like 10 10 feet short like no chance with that angle that he took ball goes into the corner it's stuff like that where you watch it and if it if they if it didn't look so terrible, you could sort of be like, OK, well, he he looks like he's trying hard. But because it looks so terrible, it just looks like they have no idea what they're doing. And yeah, yeah. that's that's the part that's kind of scary and, and makes me wish that, you know, we, we, we were anticipating the designated hitter for these last <laughs> couple of years. What about a designated fielder? Yes. We have too many DHS.
2: That, yeah. That's what it is. We have too many DHS that when you run out of lineup and you look at the defensive alignment and, and, and position players for the giants, you look at that and you go, how is this going to work? And and like you said too. So, so if that happened to rough, I don't know, once every 30 games, we'd go, Oh man. Oh, okay. He was due. But when it happens every third game, you kind of go, "We need to fix this." And uh, I mean, everybody goes, "Well, we need Luis Gonzalez back." If you remember, <laughs> but he wasn't gold gloving it out there in the outfield <laughs> either. So it's, I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen. Because you think about it too, if if this team just built a team right now of all defensive players, the Giants wouldn't be losing games eight to three; they'd be losing games two to one. I mean, yeah. that, that would pretty much be it <laughs> at the moment. Because offensively, that's not happening either. So,
1: yeah. all right, let's uh, talk about uh, our, our drink of the day, and then we'll hit the kind of the stuff as to why maybe the the Giants aren't playing as well. Um, I. I'll actually I'll let you go first. I've been going first a lot. Right. You can tell me what you're drinking.
2: Yeah, well, I killed the bottle today, and and not because the Giants are stinking it up. I just it was due to get killed. Uh, my Four Roses bourbon. I just went single bourbon, two small ice cubes. There you go. It was that kind of a day. Fourth uh, of July was yesterday. I, I'm on a kick now of drinking lighter beers, and 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 I told Denise the other day. I say I, I said I feel. I feel like I'm betraying the micro verse <laughs> by drinking these lighter beers. I, I bought a 12 pack, uh, and they're going to come to my house. The micro verse is going to come to my house when I say this, but I bought a 12 pack of Corona premier. Oh, wow. Yeah. And b- because we are going to the beach, we are going to Tahoe next week. So we're going to be there for an entire week. And, and, and I like to drink beer on the beach, but I also don't like to, wear the beer at the beach. So I don't like to have like two IPAs at the beach and then like slug out of there. (laughs) I'm, you know, three sheets to the wind after two beers. So this, you know, the Corona premieres, I can have their, uh, I don't know, 4% alcohol, 90 calories, really low carbs. So I, I, I had a couple of those yesterday, just two, felt good. That was nice. Um, so today I thought well, I'm going to go a little bit lighter. I'm going to have the bourbon and uh, a couple of ice cubes because it's so hot here today. Uh, and, and that's what I'm hitting. And I killed the bottle. I didn't even realize it. Two ounce pour, and, and that was it. All there gone.
1: you go. Yeah. All right. So I was trying to find the title of this drink that that about You, you know, we, we've been talking about being on the kick of the mixed cocktails in a bottle yeah. and you just pour it over ice. So I'd done the the ones from Bullet. And there's another company called On the Rocks, and they have a bunch. They have old fashions. They have something called the Aviation, which is gin. They they have a Mai Tai, a Cosmo, um, some margarita stuff uh, using uh, Hornitos and uh, tres, tres generaciones uh, tequila, and so. I picked up the one that is the jalapeno pineapple margarita. Now, I I always kind of wondered jalapeno-infused stuff. I was like, how can it taste good in a sweet thing? Somehow it just does. (laughs) Jalapeno-infused stuff is really good, and I don't know what what the reason is, the scientific reason why it works good with sweet stuff, but anyways... Uh, if you remember with the bullet cocktails, I was just like, ah, this is too sweet. I need to water it down. Th- I still need to water this down, but I think the mix is a little bit better to where it's not super duper sweet. But uh I, I should have got uh Crystal's review. Maybe I'll, I'll-, I'll ask her and she- she- she'll she text me back about her, her review of it because she's not really a cocktail drinker. She more or less enjoys her her red wine though she'll have you know she, she'll do a little bit of like vodka and, and lemon juice and stuff but mm. uh so i i was like why don't why don't you have one and you can let me know what you think um so I'll i'll ask her what her review is but overall i think this is really good it's very refreshing i'm sure the sugar content is higher than most people probably want but yeah really good stuff yeah, but
2: if you're having, if you're just doing like a small pour and then you're mixing it with water, I mean, the sugar content, you can still keep it low and not have yeah. like a, you know, a 300 calorie drink. Right. You're still right, kind of right. cutting that in half. But there was a beer company, I don't, I don't remember. It was back in the 90s and they were making a lager, like a really light Mexican lager with a chili inside of oh, wow. each bottle. Um, I remember buying a six pack of that. I go, oh, this is going to have a nice kind of, light heat to it a little spice you're gonna get that tanginess from the jalapeno it was the hottest thing (laughs) i can still remember how hot i only drank one and then i was like dumping these out because it was (laughs) so dang hot that you couldn't even taste the beer it was just everything was on fire your lips were burning and i like hot i i have no problem with hot when i go to um hole in the wall, Mexican food places. I always go, you give me your hot sauce because I'll put that on my burrito. Absolutely. Love it. This was ridiculous. I wish I remember the name of it, but it was, you know, in mid nineties, somewhere in there, 95, 96. And I think our, our buddy Har- Harveen, he tried one also. Uh, we, we had one at the same time. We're like, what in the world? is this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so crystal's review was a GIF. Of uh <laughs> I think I think that's Vanessa Williams uh just oh, saying no. really impressed. She was probably like a judge on American Idol or something. There so you she go. liked it. She liked it.
2: All right. Well good. I might have to give that a shot. I gotta branch out a little bit. Denise bought these uh Topo Chico, have you heard of those? Mm-mm. It's it's a seltzer. So apparently, it's like one of the mm. most um, popular. I, ha- seltzers. I have heard of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the most popular seltzer in in, in Mexico. Uh, they use actual like mineral water to make this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, apparently, Coca Cola Company bought them, uh, <laughs> and then in 2017, they farmed out to Molson, which is another one of their companies, and um, they started making these hard seltzers. But they're still using the uh mineral water from Mexico so it has a nice bubbly creamy finish to it versus Mm. a seltzer that has the big airy bubbles Mm -hmm. in it um so they make these kind of margarita seltzers and uh, she had a couple over the weekend and they're pretty good and i'm not a seltzer drinker yeah uh you know they're like 100 calories each uh two grams of sugar uh added sugar into it um but they they were good they were tasty i something i would actually pour into a glass with ice and drink so there you go all
1: right let's get to the nuts and bolts of this conversation here. So Brad and I were trying to figure out what the difference was between this year's team and last year's team, considering they have so many of the same players. And what Brad did was he looked at the WRC plus statistic of the players from last year. And then, the players from this year and did a little bit of comparison. Can you explain the WRC plus and, and what that uh, tries to define? Yeah. So
2: we talk about all the time. We are not sabermetrics <laughs> experts. That's, that's not our field. We yes. are fans of the game. We are fans of the giants fans of baseball. We go back to the day where if this pitch felt good, yeah, threw it, and that was it. If you thought you can get this guy out, yeah,
1: threw that. We go. We would go back to the day of when they used to count game-winning RBIs like that. Yes. Used to be a stat that you would track, and I think Jack Clark had like twenty-one one year and led the yeah. league.
2: And Candy Maldonado, there was one year we were just uh, through the through the roof because we we're like Candy Maldonado's leading the league in game winning RBIs. He's clutch. He's clutch. Little did we know. But I mean, he had a great he had a great career. Um, So Bill James, uh, uh, basically the father of Sabermetrics, this is a stat that he came up with. There's a gigantic formula. If I brought it out right now, everybody would tune out. We would lose everybody. So I'm not going to bring out the formula of what it is. But but basically, WRC Plus is weighted runs created. And again, there's a huge formula. So just WRC, weighted runs created, takes into account WOBA, while WRC Plus uses weighted runs above average. So, And and anytime you see a plus in a Saber metric formula or name like WRC Plus, OPS Plus, the plus means uh, that they take the ballpark into account. Mm. uh and they also take league averages into account so so anytime you see w r c plus or o p s plus you know that it's not well, this guy plays in cores right. right, so that's why it's better. No, that's all averaged out and evened out, so that's kind of just dumbing it down and and when I say dumbing it down, that means I'm doing it for me because I, <laughs> this this is all like you know like advanced math that I'm not going to get into. Uh, but but it is it is how players are uh basically scored on how they create runs for the team. Um and and as we know woba is weighted on base average, so that's run creation, uh runs scored, getting on base, stealing bases. Uh it, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, errors. Uh, anything is things that they can control and the players around them that can control in, in, in the lineup. So, um, so when it comes to WRC plus above 100 is good below 100 is good. So as you see, I titled this WRC plus is falling, 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 because (laughs) when you look at, so let's look at the left two columns and the players, we've got Brandon Crawford, uh, at the top he played in 85 percent of the 162 games last year his wrc plus at the end of the year was 139 now look over to the right the wrc plus levels 160 is excellent 140 is great 115 is above average he was right it was- right below great
1: he was, he was, he was,
2: he was almost great. Uh, and, and then, and then again, that 100 is, is your baseline. That's average. You go above that. You're good. You go below that. You're not doing so good. And then 80 and below, uh, really below a hundred is, is below average because again, a hundred is average. So yeah. Brandon Crawford has gone from being an above average WRC plus almost great to being below average this season and still playing in, you know, around 80% of the games, 80 to 85% of the games. Uh, Brandon belt, 60% of the games last year, 158 RCA uh, WRC plus. uh, That was just two points away from being excellent. The top Uh, and 54% of the games this year, he is just average 101 uh Darren Ruff 72% of the games last year. His was great. 144. And, and and coming into the season, we were very excited about uh Darren Ruff. We thought this this is going, you know, he broke out a little bit last year. He's a little bit older. Uh what is he? 33, 34 this year. Um we thought, well, he can kind of stick around there. No. He's back to in 90% of games played uh, of the 78 games this year. He's at 100. He's just dead average. Uh, Mike Sremsky, one of the few players on the Giants who's actually gone up. Uh, he played in almost exactly the same amount of games last year as he has so far this year, around 86, 88%. Last year, 106. He was average. He's gone up to 114, still average, but but you know, he's going up. Longoria, everybody wants to DFA Longoria. (laughs) Dude, don't DFA him. I know he's only played in 50% of the games last year and 55% of the games this year, but he is one of our better hitters. 123 above average last year, 127 above average again this year.
1: It's kind of crazy that, you know, when we looked at what he was doing last year, we were like, oh, wow, like he's found something, you know, the fountain of youth for Evan Longoria. And he's actually doing a better job at creating runs this year, even even though maybe those, uh, you know, those back of the baseball card stats don't look quite as good as they, as they did last year. Yeah. And, and WRC does actually take into
2: uh, account. And again, if you want to look up the formula, go for it. I tried to follow the formula. It did not (laughs) go well, but it, but it takes into account, like you said, back of the baseball card numbers Mm -hmm. at bats hits. Doubles, triples, home runs, singles, RBIs. I mean that—that's run production, that's run creation, uh, and it factors all that in. And with the plus at the end of WRC, it adds in you know factors of the ballpark and and league average of of a lot of these stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamont Wade Jr. Uh, again, give the guy a break. He's only played in eighteen percent of the games this year, sixty-seven percent of the games last year. He's gone from above average at 117 to below average at 95 Flores eh, pretty much the same. He, yeah. He's, he's played- exactly the same guy and you can't take him out of the lineup because you don't have Dubon. So you've got to keep Flores in the lineup. So he's played in 94% of the game. So he's right around average uh, Austin Slater. One of the few guys who has improved and and we've seen that this year. And we said, you know, Austin Slater, is a very big part offensively of this team, a sneaky big part of this team offensively this year. Uh, so when he, he was out of the lineup, he was definitely missed. Um, he's gone from 103 to 126 this year. Uh, Tyro Estrada. Uh, just recently hurt, but he's played in 91% of the games this year as opposed to 32% last year because they got him halfway through, brought him up from AAA last year. He's gone from 119, which is above average, to below average at ninety. That's kind of surprising, right? Isn't isn't that pretty surprising? I, I think if you probably looked at him up until about six weeks ago, Uh, 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 that number would be much higher because this, this isn't a cumulative number, uh, like, like war, you know, if you're having a great season, your war is just going to go up and up and up and up your, your WRC plus is cumulative, but if you go on a bad streak, you can see it fall pretty quickly. Not, not like war where, uh, you know, you have a great season, you have a couple of bad weeks and you're not going to notice it at all. So, um, Tommy Lestella, 47% of the games last year, 41% of the games this year seems to be always hurt. He, he was below average this year. He's below average this year, uh, last year, and this year, 94 down to 91. Uh, Kurt Casale has actually gone up, and we know his slow start last year played into that, but he's played around 50% of the games both seasons so far, and he went from an 82 to 101. Um, And then a couple players that we lost and everybody said, well, we lost these players. This is why the offense is is, is bad, but not necessarily. When you kind of take a deeper look at it, uh, Buster Posey, 70% of the games last year had a great WRC plus at 140. Uh, Chris Bryant, everybody said, well, Chris Bryant's gone too, and that's our offense. No, he was only average. He was 113 last year for the Giants. Played in only 31% of their 162 games because they got him after the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Well, they replaced him, uh, you, you know, some offense with Jock Peterson. He's played in 88% of the games. He has a 155 WRC plus so far this season, and that is considered great, very close to excellent. And Luis Gonzalez, um, brought up, stuck around with the team, has played in 63% of the games this season, uh, which which that was a surprising number for me. I didn't realize it was that high when I was looking at this. But his WRC Plus is 128, which is above average. So they got a great bat, and they got an above average bat to replace a great bat and an average bat. So uh, when you look at it, you have to say, the players that were having just career years last year, it, Obviously, we knew, we hoped it wouldn't be the case, but we knew it was going to be very, very difficult to duplicate. Now, if if some of those players, let's say Crawford, Belt, uh, Wade Jr., can can go on a little bit of a streak together, the Giants will be scoring six, seven, eight runs a game again. Pitchers will be a little bit more dialed in. uh, Defense they can afford to make an error here or there give up 3 or 4 runs a game uh not not on errors but pitchers can afford to give up 3 or 4 runs a game uh the giants are scoring 6 or 7 if if some of this wrc plus can start to go up a little bit um sort of not i i don't feel like all hope is lost um Looking at those numbers, you know these players have done it before, but but what's the formula? What What is it that needs to happen for these players to go on those streaks, to start hitting the ball again? Have have they been figured out? Has uh, as opposing pitchers figured these guys out? I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, I, I, it, I think it's just everybody has not been on the field. The Giants' main starters have not been on the field at the same time. They have not been in the lineup at the same time. I bet if we went back and looked and said, how many times have uh, Belt, Crawford, Lamont Wade Jr., Yaz, uh, Longoria, Peterson, how, how, how many times have they been in the lineup at the same time? If we can get that to happen for three or four weeks in a row, I think you're going to see some gelling start to happen. Uh, You you know, hitters feed off of hitters. It's not always analytical. It's not always, let me look at the iPad and see how I can hit this particular pitcher. No, you go out there and go, these guys are rocking this guy. I'm feeling it. I'm going out there and I'm going to rip a pitch. I I don't know. It's there's so much to look at. I I know the game is very analytical nowadays, but there is a lot of emotion and feel still left in baseball. And and I think the giants just need to find that again.
1: All right. Let's look at the week to come here. We've already played one game this week because we're recording this on Tuesday because of the 4th of July holiday. So giants lose eight to three to the diamondbacks uh, yesterday. That game was no good. I'm not sure, other than VR, I'm not sure what positives you can take away from that game. Not a whole lot. Maybe the quote, maybe Radon's quote about something has to change. Maybe that's the positive coming out. Uh, So they have two more in Arizona against the Diamondbacks, and then they have three in San Diego. So, or four, I'm sorry, four. So if you're looking at it from... I don't know, a playoff perspective, we, you know, we're, we're, we're almost halfway through the season beating San Diego would actually be great, right? Like you, yeah. you, you could, cause, cause they're a really good team so far this year. They are 47 and 36. Uh, they are right around the uh, ne- sort of the next tier after Dodgers and Mets and Braves. Uh, they're right there after those after those teams, in the national league um gosh the, the yankees have 58 wins and 22 yeah. losses oh my gosh that's great but they did get beat up a little bit by the astros yeah well the astros have 52 wins the astros have yeah. uh, a better record than both the dodgers and the mets uh but but you know winning beating the padres isn't just beating the padres beating the padres is also gaining ground on them because uh, there is a wild card race that the Giants are in currently. The Padres, the Braves, the Phillies, the and the Cardinals all have better records than the Giants right now, so they are fifth in a race for three. But you know, gaining some ground on the Padres would be good. They got four shots at them. As badly as the Giants have played, they still have a plus twenty three run differential. Though that is definitely they've definitely taken a piece out of that. of of late, but um, you know, we're, we're not, I I, I would hate, I would hesitate to say, you know, must win anything. I just want to see them play well, because if they compete, if they compete against some of these good teams, you know, that, that shows you that there is going to be a little bit more fight in them than, than maybe we think that there is right now. But when you're losing to teams like Detroit and Chicago, though Chicago is, you know, they're close to 500. They're not a complete doormat, but Detroit is, a complete doormat, and they lost to them uh, yeah. once out of those two games. Uh, the whole they they got shut out in one of those games. So it, you know we'll see what they're made of. Really, is kind of the, the way that I look at this Padres series. And they're still a better team than Arizona. Uh, Arizona is thirty six and forty four, and their run differential is a minus forty five. So the Giants theoretically should be beating up on on a team like this uh and and so we'll see how that works you know you know what i realized so the giants have a have a pretty interesting schedule here because they go d-backs and padres then next week they come home and it's d-backs again so they'll have a real good opportunity to sort of figure out this d-backs team and you know Gabe kapler is all about preparation so they they should you know this is kind of a series that By the second time go-round, they they should kind of know some things about these guys. Then the Brewers come into town for four. And, you know, Brewers are are a really good team. And that's right before the All-Star break. So then the Giants go to the All-Star break. And then they come back from the All-Star break. Four in L.A. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it
2: it doesn't get easier. It, it just doesn't get easier, and that's baseball. Yeah. Uh, when when you're losing and you're getting your butts kicked and you are down in the dumps, baseball doesn't say, "All right, let's make you feel better. Yeah, give you a break. Let, let, yeah, yeah, let's make this easy for you." No, baseball <laughs> doesn't do that. It goes, "Here's your schedule." In what is it? November, December? They go, "Here's your schedule." I don't give a crap what you're like after the all-star break. You're coming out of it and you're going to LA to face your rivals for four. That's the bottom line.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then after that series, they're back in Arizona. So they play a total of nine games against the diamondbacks in the month of July. So again, they're going to be very acquainted with each other, but the best part, of that last series in Arizona. I'm going to be in Arizona. There you go. So I don't know which yes. game I will go to. Uh, probably that day game, which is the Wednesday game. That would be the one that I would want to go to. Cause you know, day game, get it out of the way and still have night stuff with the family. That would be my preference. So I think we're yeah. going to try to go to that one, but yeah, you know, last year we went to Arizona and I got to see the diamondbacks play the Rockies Talk about two uninspired ball clubs at that point of the year. Jeez, yeah. um But uh yeah, it'd be great. I'll get to wear my roadie. I, I don't really. I don't ever right. get to wear my roadie to the ballpark because I'm always going to the home game. So this will be the first time in a while I get to wear the roadie.
2: Well, uh, should we expect some live tweeting during the game? Live tweeting. If we're close yeah. enough, I'll be able to get some
1: photographs nice We'll get the you know get stuff going on social media and then you know i always love the live look at the game because there's some yeah. things you can tell live versus just watching it on tv so i always like to to check that out but yeah ultimately uh at least we'll go we'll, we'll go to one of those and uh, that'll be fun so I'm, I'm looking forward to that i think i'm gonna have to record so so after that
2: series they come home to play the cubbies right? yes that Saturday, July thirtieth, last uh, Saturday, uh, July game of of the season uh, is Will Clark number twenty two retirement day.
1: Yes, uh,
2: so they're gonna have the ceremony. I'm gonna be camping that week. Oh, so I have no service where we go. So I'm gonna need to record that because you know he he is the part of the namesake of our of our podcast. He was our you know childhood baseball hero. Uh, So that's going to be a big day for us. Um,
1: I all all he does is tweet video of his own at bats.
2: (laughs) What else does he need to do? That's pretty much it. (laughs) Uh, Maybe he could tweet the video of him turning around and popping Ozzy Smith in the face,
1: or Or the one that 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 you love, the Gary Park video, where he says he's waited his whole life for this effing time. Whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. The whole,
2: the whole effing amateurs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah classic. So I, I have some, uh, some Will Clark, uh, memorabilia stuff. So maybe I'll break that out and start uh, throwing that up on our, um, social media as we yeah. head into, into that weekend. So I'm actually going to be home f- uh, and not on vacation, for the home run derby and the all-star game for the first time in years. Wow. So I'm kind of looking forward to that, even though of course the, the one time I am, it's at stinking Chavez latrine <laughs> again. So that's, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll figure out cause we're going to record early for the next show, which is probably yep. going to be this weekend actually, cause you're mm-hmm. going to be gone. I will be gone the following week. Uh, wait, let me think about that. Yeah, I will be, no, let me think about this. I think I'll be, yeah, I think I'll be gone the, the following. So we'll figure yeah. out a schedule. I would like to at least record, uh, once while I'm in, um, I'm, I'm on vacation. I'll have access and and it may, maybe it's right before the, the series with Arizona. So we may, well, we may go dark for one week, but that'll be it. And we'll still have yeah. stuff to do. Yeah, for sure but all right, we got this one done a little early today. Yeah, I, we did. I, I, I guess the problems with this team, at least offensively, because we focus mostly on offense last week, we talked about defense. It, it was pretty easy to pinpoint the guys who were playing very well last year, not playing as well. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's not a mystery. I mean, it's usually when, when
2: teams are stinking it up, it's, not really hard to find, it's not hidden in the uh deep crevices of things It's yeah it's it's pretty out there when you see guys waving at uh you know sliders three feet off the plate in in one two counts, you kind of know what's going on yeah guys, who's
1: the true. who's the guy that threw Sunday for the white sox uh lucas uh oh Gito G- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Giolito it was as like. It was as if the Giants had never seen a change-up in their life. Yeah. The change-up yeah. baffled them. He's, he's on my fantasy
2: team. I sent you the stats. I go, yeah. this guy has been, you know, horking it up for the last three <laughs> yeah. weeks, going out there and giving up seven or eight runs. I go, he's going to make us look like a single A team. And sure mm. enough, that's what he did. So yeah, yep. so I got some fantasy points, but I would trade him for a Giants <laughs>
1: W in a heartbeat. all right that's it from here we'll be back this weekend so look for uh some tweets and some facebook posts from us to kind of talk about when we're when we're going to record i believe our good buddy from the uk ash day is going to be on with us so we'll get his perspective on all this nonsense of giants baseball and how he sees it from the other side uh yeah and uh you know check out Ash's uh Ash's uh pieces that he's been writing as well. Yeah, yeah. Bat flip is it is it uh Batflips Bat and Nerds. Batflips and nerds,
2: yes. yes. So
1: all right. So Absolutely. we we will uh see you this weekend for the next show for Brad. I'm double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace.